of Internet Wonderland. I hope my voice finds you well. Welcome back to my home. This is Cheshire's Place. As always, I am your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. You can always find me in my small little corner of Internet Wonderland by clicking a like on the Facebook group page. Cheshire's Place, a looking glass and logical madness. You can listen to this episode and all other content on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. And if you ever feel like dropping a line saying hi or giving any thoughts or suggestions for upcoming episodes, feel free to email me at cheshirelookingglass at gmail.com or you can follow me on Twitter at Place Cheshire. So, first and foremost, I do have to apologize for the last episode not being loaded up online. I just did it. Yeah, it was a busy week, and yeah, Monkey's already giving me that death glare, but it was a very busy, busy week overall. It's just been insanity, and I'm thankful that we have a nice, simplistic weekend just to recharge and reconfigure, you know, try to get everything back on track. So, 
it is still spooky season, which we already covered quite a few movies that are coming out, which we already got an update on Orphan First Kill, which may is getting close to hitting that $20 million mark. So that's actually very good for the movie. And then there's um, Terrifier, which or Terrifier 2, which actually is going to be the longest slasher movie played. And that one's going to be topped off at um, 148 minutes. So it's going to be a pretty long movie. So I'm I'm actually excited to see what is entailed with this movie. I never had the chance to watch the first one. I heard great things about it. So I'm very I'm going to have to do like a marathon thing with this one. But <clears throat> tonight. Now, we do talk about wrestling quite a bit. You know, we're not a wrestling podcast. We cover a whole line of different topics. We like to have variety. But, you know, wrestling is something that's near and dear to us. And last season, we did an episode that was about different wrestling staples. And we came across this gem of a website called cagering.net. And... They have every stable known to man from every promotion. Damn there. And while we're going through the last time, we found some interesting, um, some gems, so to speak, on stable names. And we touched on a few of them, and we alluded that we would go back, revisit CageRing.net, and take a look at some of these more interesting stable names. And that's what we're going to do today. Now, unfortunately, we don't have D-Twizzle with us. He's actually still playing. He, he's in the play right now for Mouse River Players, um, Church Basement Ladies. So he'll actually be with us the show after next, because next week we're not recording. And Miss Stitch is not here because she's helping out with the play. But... I do have my OG co-host with me. He is my ride or die. He is my hetero life mate. He is the ultimate Chad whenever it comes to insulting people because he's been insulting quite a few people today. He is the man, the myth, the legend, Monkey. Monkey, how's it going today? Oh, it goes. I I apparently had a hemorrhoid earlier when we made a quick stop to grab something to munch and drink on. Yeah, they, they they were riding my ass pretty hard when I was in line, and, like, I was getting ready to ask the cashier, like, I didn't know you sell hemorrhoids here, because this bitch is on my ass right here. Hey, as I said before, maybe she wanted to touch her ass. Oh, no, no, no. Then she'd be touching a knife with her face. Now, mind you, we don't condone murder and assault of any type, but we've all been there where we've wanted to say certain things or do certain things, but... Thankfully, we don't. I, I will only say it would not be a threat. It'd be merely a suggestion. We can go with that. <clears throat> so, Monkey. Yes, that's me. While we're at the store, you came across this little gem. Mm-hmm. I, I, we can call it a gem, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go with that. But here on the show, we do like to sample different things. Yes. And give everyone our honest opinion about said products 
Now, mind you, whatever products we do sample on here, whether it's food, drink, alcohol, whatever, we do not have any type of sponsorship with them. Yes. We do not have a contractual obligation. They're not paying us anything. Matter of fact, they probably, well, that's a guarantee they do not know about this wonderful show that we have. But we are here to talk about intense energy drinks made from taurine, ginseng, and guarana. Uh Now, looking at this, uh, let's see here. If we actually read the nutritional facts. Nutrition. That's what we can call it. <clears throat> it's definitely not nutritional. Well, it, it is kind of, but not really. Yeah, I mean, it's just a basic energy drink. Um, let's see. 160 milligrams of sodium. Uh, 55 carbohydrate. 53 grams total sugars. Include um, 53 grams of added sugars. No protein. 30 milligrams of potassium. 40 milligrams of, ni- of nicin. Nikin. Nikin. Eh, whichever. Um, Which is about 250% of your daily value. Yep. So, uh, so you're getting your value of it. Um, four milligrams of vitamin B6. 12 milligrams. Oh, wait. That ain't milligrams. Micrograms, I think. MC. Yep. yep. Micrograms of vitamin B12. <clears throat> and 20 milligrams of panthothenic acid. Yeah, same type. Yep, exactly. So, right now we're trying the first one out of three. They have three interesting flavors. Berry Voltage, Electric Citrus, and Power Punch. And now the product is called Intense Energy Drink. With with the letter N and then the word tense. Not, not I-N, intense. You know, they're trying to sound edgy, almost like a 90s band. It was very, it's, it's very, you know, extreme. Extreme. What's the next? Extreme. You mean how, how you know, Marvel and DC were trying to do, like, the extreme line of characters that they had? Marvel did pretty good with their kind of extreme line they had, which was the Max series, but then they, they dropped off a cliff after a while. I mean, like, mm. extreme X-Men, Adam X. You know, where Adam everyone had... so extreme, he had, like, the little <clears throat> blades on him. You know, the Captain America with the big, giant, super huge chest and the tiny head, almost looked like Pinhead from the Puppet Master movie series. What are you talking about? That's how he always looked. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so, we're trying the first one. Everything great, strength, itty bitty head. Oh, God. So, people, it is going to be one of those episodes, so we're just going to go ahead and put this out. Um, we're actually going to use that alley symbol clause, which means at any event, given to point in time, we may use some colorful adult language. So if you're under the age of 18 or if you have children, young children around the vicinity, you have been warned. But <clears throat> honest opinion, monkey, yes. what do you think about this first one? Well, I-, I will say this much here at this point. It's almost like it has almost no flavor. Uh, now, that could be possibly because we-, we did eat something a little bit sweet before. We, we, we try these, so that might be off-throwing of the taste. Um, I, I can I can definitely taste the taurine and, and grana in it, uh, but other than that, it's almost no flavor. In it. It's all right, but no, it's no different than drinking any other normal flavorless energy drink. Exactly. I mean... <clears throat> but then again, as I said, it could be because we, we ate the, 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 the sweet things before this. So. Well, here, have a chip. See if that will help you. That might make it, like, weird. Uh, like, we haven't tried weird food combinations before. Um, uh, I mean, 
we, we've tried some weird stuff in our lifetime. But to me, I mean, yeah, this doesn't really have too much of a flavor. In a way, it's almost like Red Bull Light with in terms of flavor. Like, it has that Red Bull flavor hint. Like the basic energy drink. Yeah. But I really don't. Yeah. I guess it's one of those ones that if you need a quick pick-me-up, <clears throat> this would be something that you'd go for. Now, granted, we did pick this up at Dollar General, and yeah. it was $1. Yeah, a dollar can, so obviously you can't expect much out of it. Right, unless if you're trying to do this with a mixer of some sort, which, okay, you know, put this with a real quick, you know, spritz of vodka, whatever, maybe. Not even that. It's, it's probably something you can do, like, you know, the uh, old bullets or, you know. True. With a liquidizer or something. Might might give a little kick. Not much of a kick because this stuff. Liquidize Jaeger and <clears throat> whatever other vodka flavored yeah. UVs. So should we try electric citrus next? Cause sure, we'll, we'll kick into that right fast here. All right. So we're about to try the electric citrus here. And pretty much same thing for, actually the calories are less on this one. 220 calories. Um, everything else is pretty much the same. All right, so we're going to give this bad boy a shot. All right, here we go. There's a little citrusy to it, but it's still kind of meh. It's almost like, you remember those bad citrus vitamins back in the day that taste like more chalk than actual citrus, but it had the hint of citrus? Vaguely. Like, they're the ones that they would give you, like, at school, like, whenever you're a kid, and they had be like, oh, hey, you know, this is, like, health, <clears throat> this is health week, and we need to, you know, teach you about vitamins, and they'd give you one. My school never did that. Mine school did. But, yeah, it tastes like that. It tastes like a bad citrus vitamin. Ah, oh, the aftertaste. Eh. And that's beginning to kick I've in. I've had worse aftertaste. True, but at the same time, th- this is. Let me let me try another sip. Is it me or does these really have like more of a club soda like taste That's to what them? Kind of tasting is it's like a very like like a well, it's like you know you get a, the the fountain pops and it, it's like you get they had too much CO two going in and yeah the flavor syrup. Yeah, that's what it that's what it's beginning to taste like. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm not knocking the company, you know, because everyone needs a little bit of variety in their energy drinks. Yeah. But honestly, the taste of this, like the first one, the berry the berry voltage, eh. Yeah. It was okay. But this one definitely tastes more like there's more carbon in it. Actually, now you can kinda of taste the berry a little bit more after that one. That's a little bit more. Okay, now I'm beginning to like the berry one a little bit more. Yeah. All right, so we just tried the berry. Let me take another sip of the electric citrus. Electric. Okay, now I'm beginning to taste a little more of the citrus, but at the same time, it still has that. And, and I think that's because we're, we're, we're getting more of that. The flavor is coming out now more because of is that overdose of of the actual energy drink 
yeah. flavor. And then, so now you can taste the difference in the in the uh, flavors of the because the flavor is actually now being unmuted from everything else. Yeah. All right, so we're going to try the final one that we got, and it's Power Punch. Yes. This one actually has the most calories at 230. Mmm. I love calories. Um, more of the sodium. Everything else is the same. All right. <clears throat> so let's give this a shot. That one actually tastes pretty good. That one actually tastes kind of like a fruit punch one. Now, again, it could be because we're getting all the other flavors in already, so now we're just like, okay, this is the only thing that's not muted by everything else. have to rinse my palate out real quick, so. What? The power punch you didn't like? Actually, I like power punch ones. I don't know. Maybe it's whenever you first open it because it's like a concentrated taste right at, at the top. Because that's the issue I'm having with all three. Like, you open it, and all of a sudden, like. Maybe if you're shaking it before we opened them. Oh, gee, no, 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 hell no. It's like, okay, this one isn't too bad. It has a weird aftertaste. That's the Garana. Yeah. Which, okay, with anything with Garana, there's going to be a unique aftertaste to it. Yeah. But overall, I mean, they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Once you actually cleanse your palate a little bit and get over that first drink. Yeah. They're not too bad. Uh, I'll say this much. I've had worse tasting energy drinks. These ones are okay, but considering the price of them, you know, it's something, again, if you're hard up on cash and you just need an energy drink kick, these will probably do. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it's better than, you know, saying, oh, I ain't got no money, I can't get anything. But, yeah. Other than that, you know, it's not something I'll be like, well, if I had a choice between this and, say, you know, a monster coffee flavored thing. And I had the money for monster coffee. I'd probably go for monster coffee. Right. This is just a quick fix type energy drink yeah. overall. Yeah. You know, as Monkey said, if you're if you need something and you're a little strapped for cash, this would be a good alternative. Right. Yes. Oh my god. I apologize for that burp. No, he doesn't. He enjoyed it. He wanted you to suffer. <laughs> Well, that's what oh, carbonation does to people, people, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, not bad. Yeah. Granted, we're going to have to power through all three of these because we opened them. Yes. I wonder what would happen if we mixed. I think that we're kind of already doing that inside our system, but if they drink it all at once, it might be too intense. I see what you did there. Ah, I don't know. I'm ah. just... I'm just wondering, what would happen if you just mix, like, two of them together and get, like, different, like, combinations? BRBO. You know where they are. So, right now, Monkey's going to grab some glasses because we're going to actually try this. So, while we're waiting on Monkey, just a couple of quick things that we do have to touch on. Um, Episode 92, which is our spooky season one, will be up along with this episode so it's almost like a double shot but at the same time it isn't because the spooky season one was done last week and once again i do apologize it's just i got i've been extremely busy with work and other projects and sometimes just been losing myself a little bit and other things but we're going to be getting back on track now 
Next Saturday, we will not be recording because that's October 1st, and we do have the WWE live event show in Bismarck, North Dakota that myself, Monkey, and Miss Stitch will be attending. So, but we will have a live show review episode on the 2nd. So we won't be recording next Saturday, but we will be recording on Sunday, giving our take of the actual event. Then we have a few other episodes that will be encompassing for the rest of October, leading into November. So, all right, Monkey, so which ones did you mix first? I have mixed all three of them on one. You know what? I'm going to try Barry first. I'm, I'm doing try equal portioning, so... <clears throat> Well, I'm going to do, like, combinations of two out of the three first. So, I did Berry Voltage and Power Punch. That one actually might not be too bad. Because it's the actually, now flavor. it smells good. Like, just mixing those two and smelling it first? That actually, that ain't bad. Hold on. Let's see if it actually tastes as good as it smells. Because it's almost, like, complimentary. It smells like Hawaiian punch now. Almost tastes like a carbonated Hawaiian punch. Yeah. Just bit. just like not with like the heavy Hawaiian punch taste. But that ain't bad. All right. So now I'm going to do the electric citrus with power punch. Uh-huh. As a quick uh, side note here, color-wise, when they, when they come out, because since they're in cans, you can't really see the colors, the berry voltage is kind of more of a caramelly color. The electric citrus is obviously kind of a yellowish, and the punch is reddish. Uh, that one ain't that bad. Ain't that bad? Ain't that good? Yeah, it, it's down the middle. So if you mix the electric citrus with the power punch, it almost just tastes like a Red Bull, quite honestly, okay. in my opinion. Like, not like like the traditional heavy energy drink taste. It's more subtle. Since when the hell did we become energy drink like yeah, sommeliers? Aficionado with a sommeliers. You got to you got to swallow. You know what? I'm going to drop the first f bomb of the episode and just ask, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I no you just went like completely south on that. All I right. think it was more like you know Eastern European, but you know. So I'm going to try the bear, the berry voltage. With the electric citrus. And both of those together just makes it look like Red Bull in appearance. More like a beer. Actually, it does look like a, like an ale, doesn't it? Like, it actually has, like, if you're looking at it, you would think it was just a flat beer, okay. like an ale, like a Budweiser or a Bud Light. or It has that type of color to it. It'd be funny if it tastes like it too. So let, let's see what we got here. Actually, that tastes more kind of like a Red Bullish taste than I think than the mm-hmm. other. All right. I right. think we pretty much mixed all of these. Yes. And you tried all three at the same yeah. time. So let me do that real quick. 
our hearts may or may not stop during this episode. So, uh, if they do, it was nice knowing y'all for um, the number of uh, seasons of service that we have done. Yes. Now this just okay. Now looking at the color of this, mm-hmm. and I know that you're not much of like a beer connoisseur, just like mm-hmm. I am. But we do know people that make their own beers, make their own mead, make their own micro brews and IPAs and Ipas, yeah, Ipas. And this almost looks like a berry IPA. Yeah, like if it was actually a little more carbonated and it had foam, it would look like a berry IPA. Ooh, good burp. Thank you. And I should try doing that away from the, the mic. Hey, mine just came up. It was like kicking down the door like SWAT. <laughs> it was like, bam. Yeah, pretty much. I, I tried. I tried. So I apologize if that scares anyone whenever y'all listen to this episode. But <sighs> all right, let's see how this tastes. Yeah. <laughs> One, it doesn't have too much of a taste. Like it, like I can taste the, I can taste the Garana. Yeah. And again, you know, it's not knocking this uh, company and it does say specifically on it naturally flavored. So it's probably doesn't have the intense overly flavored flavor on it to, to make it more flavorful. Right. I mean, the power punch one does say naturally and artificially flavored and. The uh, the berry voltage one does say natural flavor with other natural flavors. So I don't know what the difference between natural flavor and other natural flavors means. You know, that's a good question. <laughs> and honestly, I'm afraid to ask. Uh, it's definitely going to be one of those episodes. We're going to fill this one. Yes. At least it isn't like one of the, you know, you know overnight ones that we been, yeah. that we have been doing. Which, I mean, Extreme Rules is coming up. Yes. So we do have we do have to plan something for that. Yeah. So that's... Uh, when is Extreme Rules again? Uh, I want to say... I thought you were looking that up. What the heck? I wasn't. No, uh, but, uh, I can look it up okay, real quick. Yeah, you do that. Hold on. Let me adjust my microphone here. That way I can actually do this. Extreme... Rules 2022. This stuff really does make you want to burp a lot. Well, I guess it's better than uh, that rip it or rip. Oh. Those ones used to go go the opposite way with gas. Oh, yeah, that's right. They still sell those things, though. That's the thing. You know what? I tried one, one time, and it it tasted like shit. Yeah. They were all right, again. Like I said, I, I've had worse ones, and actually that one wasn't... That one was about the same level as this is to me. This one is a lot more subtle, though. I yeah. see what they're trying to do with the natural flavors yeah. and everything, but it isn't really natural flavors if you're pumping in a whole bunch of sugar. That's not really a whole bunch. It's only like about uh, 53 grams and 53 other grams. Well, 53 is the natural grams. Yeah. And 53 additional. Should this it's additional. All right, so Extreme Rolls is going to be October 8th. So that is not this Saturday, but next week's Saturday. Yep. So during that week, because I do have seminar, Mm, because, so 
for most of y'all that have been following the show, I mean, aside from being amateur podcasters that have been doing this for a couple of years, and, you know, we do have our normal lives, and we're also, you know, we've been in the business for pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. We continue to watch it. Yes. And also, both of us are martial artists. Mm -hmm. Well, one of my... um, one of my instructor's friends, one of his training partners is actually coming um, during that week. And we're going to have seminar and we're going to be doing quite a bit of stuff. So, But thankfully everything will be done by the time Extreme Rules comes on, which the pre-show will be on at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes. So, you know what, real quick... Yes. Let's just run down the matches that they pretty much have right now. Uh-huh. Which right now is just three. Yeah, so far. Well, so, there's they they've announced what two or three of them, and they've announced that there are going to be two other kinds of matches on there, but they have not am- announced the participants. Yeah. So <clears throat> as of right now, the matches that we do know of: Liv Morgan, who is the SmackDown Women's Champion, versus Ronda Rousey in right. an Extreme Rules match for the t- for the title. Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins in a fight pit match. Uh-huh. I am excited for that one. Almost as excited as you were last night. Yeah, we'll talk about that during Monkey Coconut News, which we'll probably have to take a break to cleanse out our palates from this. Then, of course, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett Bordeaux in an old-school strap match. Yes, old-school. Because... My God, we do have to talk about that segment in SmackDown too, mm-hmm. because of certain things that occurred. But I mean, so far, I mean, it seems like a decent, decent three matches. Yeah. I mean, granted, with Triple H's new stance on blood, mm. which I mean, he pretty much did say you don't have to have blood all the time. Right. It's one of those things that should be like it's something that should be reserved. Right. You know, I could see blood happening with the fight pit match. Possibly. Just like small trickles of blood. You know, get hit in the mouth, boom, okay. The strap match, someone's back is going to get lit up. Yes. Uh, The Ronda Rousey-Liv Morgan match, I do not foresee any blood happening. And if it does, I will be surprised. Mm. But... You know, granted, they still have to build up the rest of the card pretty quickly because you have to think you have two weeks to build it. Yeah. And then while they're building extreme roles, they have to build crown jewel Uh because, you know, you have you only have one match on the card right now, which is Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE heavyweight championship. You know, 24-7, women, you know. All the titles and and everything that we could put into the name of that title. Yes. And that's the only match mm-hmm. so far. That's the only match you need. You know, they could actually do it like CETOCON. Now, for those who don't know what CETOCON is, CETOCON is known as the triathlon of martial arts. Back in the day, in the early 90s, well, mid-90s, early 2000s, they actually televised CETACON matches on WGN, 
where it was composed of three different portions. Bare knuckles fighting, so pretty much like you would see with Kyokushin. Then it went into kickboxing. No, no. Yeah, it was bare knuckles, grappling, then kickboxing. So they could do it that way. I mean, just, you know, interesting booking here. If they did it in that way, say, for instance, all right, it starts off with mat wrestling. Then it moves to pro wrestling. Then it moves to boxing. They could do it that way. Would they? Probably not. No, probably not. No, definitely not. Oh, oh, I know. They can make it a brawl for all match. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, even better. Oh, what you got? So so I was watching some stuff earlier, and apparently some of the uh, uh, wrestling ideas that apparently uh, uh, Vince Russo had in mind for Shotgun Saturday Night, that one of the things was the, the, the tough guy title. Yeah. Which is pretty much like the brawl for all. But instead of it being a title belt, he wouldn't get they wouldn't get a title. They'd get like a badge. Hold that thought. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, this is Vince Russo, what do you expect? The man that will do a pole on a pole on a dead person on a pole match. Uh, and then he also had other match ideas like a. Uh, like uh, the guest Yokozuna's weight. You gotta be bullshitting me. Yeah. And, and the uh, how many wrestlers can we get on a scale that would equal the same weight as Yokozuna? And then afterwards, once they get to the exact weight or, or close to the same weight as Yokozuna, all those guys would fight Yokozuna at once. To which he he crushed them all. But um. Yes, th- these were all ideas. Oh, and even better yet, the wild card match rule. Okay, what? Okay, so let me, what the hell is the wild card match rule? So essentially, what they would have is they'd have two wrestlers in the match. Okay. More specifically, two known wrestlers. Okay. And then, like, after a certain amount of time in the match, another wrestler would enter the ring. Usually someone that would be unknown. Someone either knew that they were trying to get over or or someone that they just brought up just to be an extra enhancement and they would be part of the match then at that point. And so this would turn into like a triple threat match? Essentially. Well, that's just a triple threat match with extra steps. Exactly. I mean, you know what? And, and how, how dumb would it look to be on, on records as saying blah, blah versus blah, blah. Blah A won the match over Blah B by pinning number seven. You know, <laughs> let, let's be realistic. I mean, Vin, Vince Russo, for the time that he was doing all the booking and everything, whether it was WWF, WWE, TNA, WCW. Um, w, yeah, WCW, forgot about that bullshit. Yeah. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. He had some, he had some interesting hits with his booking, but the majority of it was straight shit. Yes, especially later on down the line. I mean, it was a lot of uh, 
let's say, oh, this sounds cool, but he didn't think of how said cool sounding thing would work in real life. It makes you wonder how much cocaine he was actually snorting. Now, mind you, it's alleged that he may or may not have partaked in uh, certain um, recreational uh, stimuli, but how much was he using to come up with most of the crap that he put out there? Yeah. We'll go with that answer. But, (laughs) anywho, you know, he had some interesting things, but, eh. Yeah. The majority of it, eh. This would probably be the man right now because of that new product that's out and it's been memed a lot and on Facebook and social media. The, you know, the cock blocker thing, you know, sleep with your buddy uh, and it won't be, I, I don't know what it's. I have no clue what the hell you're talking about. So actually t- type it up, type that, in that cock. sounds like a lot of work. No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. Type this up. It's called cock blocker. Well, there's a lot of that normally. What are you talking about? Well, see, whenever normally whenever someone's being cock blocked, it's normally. Are you saying it's a meme? Cock blocker meme. Well, Mimmy? it's an actual product. It's an actual product that just been memed, and it just came out of a couple of months ago. See if you can find it. Are you talking about the anti joke chicken? Uh, no. Hold on. Posters for sale. Reading cards for sale. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. They have tons of shirts for it. But this was actually on Facebook for a while. Oh, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. Um... See if I can find it. And if we can't find it now, then we'll probably find it a little bit later. But yeah, actually, I may just have to go on Facebook and see if I can find it. Oh, hold on. You know, what? I'll tell you what. We're going to take a small little break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss this more. Hop into Monkey Coconut News, and then. Go on cagering.net and take a look at some of the most outlandish names for wrestling stables. We'll be right back.
we are back to Cheshire's place of looking glass and logical madness. I am your host, the Melissa one, Mr. Cheshire, alongside the man, the myth, the legend, Monkey. Yes. So, we <laughs> did take a look at this product. Well, he took a look at it. And, yeah, I took a look at it, and um, it's actually called the Cock Block. It's an actual product. There's an actual website for it. They do take orders for it. Um, yeah, it's interesting, to say the least. Um, you, If people are interested in it, I'm not going to give the website information for it, but I know the product was memed a lot on Facebook for quite a while, and once in a while I still see some memes on it. But, yeah, it's an actual product. So um, just type in cock block on your search engine and you'll be able to find the website and all the information for it. Possibly you might need to add in product. Product, uh, yes. Because if you just put cock block in, you'll probably just get a bunch <clears> of <throat> memes and pictures and stories of people eating cock block probably. And also the definition of it on... Urban Dictionary, whatever, yeah. No, they also have a definition of it on um, Merriam-Webster's for the dictionary, oddly enough. Yeah, Merriam-Webster's kind of gone off the deep end, so. Kind of? Yeah, a lot of. (sighs) But anyways, yeah, this intense energy drink is very interesting. It definitely makes you very gassy. When I think about it now, it kind of reminds me of an old energy drink from about 30 years ago uh, called uh, Whoop-Ass is what it kind of tastes like now that I think about it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I mean, literally, it was the best name of an energy drink ever because, you know, you can literally say, look, check it out. I got a can of Whoop-Ass. I'm going to open it. Oh, you mean almost like how people say, oh, hey, I have a can of liquid pussy? Yes. Because that is an actual energy drink as well that they use at most bars to make certain drinks. Uh, well, not as, not as awesome as, you know, the uh, restaurant Pink Tacos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. But anyways, continuing on. So, also during the break, we are talking a little bit about um, Survivor Series War Games. Yes, I, I, I apparently had a mistaken that the War Games matches were going to be at Extreme Rules, but they're going to be at Survivor Series. Which led Monkey to a very unique epiphany. Yes, I, I had epiphanized the epiphany of things, and I, I, I've established there is a potential possibility of something, and obviously it's, it's not anything I've been talking about because, you know, again, this is just my mindset of a possibility of things. Yeah. But uh, someone might be good to return about that point, and it would make sense for the return at that point, specifically because it's a War Games match. And that would be the one who's the son of the original of the War Games match, which is Cody Rhodes, because he's the son of Dusty Rhodes, who came up with the concept of the War Games match. Right. So, <clears throat> which we haven't had any news about his um, progress for rehab and everything after the surgery. And even beforehand, Damon mentioned that he said before that he's not going to let anyone know what his return point is because he doesn't want to get anyone's hopes up about anything and he doesn't want to, you know, do anything too rash too fast or anything mm-hmm. you know too too early to do anything but you know on our part this is just speculation yes speculations yeah. and not even anything in the rumor mill about it because that was just a sudden thought i just had out there so yeah so don't 
don't take what we're saying with a grain of salt. Well, take it with a, a grain of salt, but don't think of it as, you know. As gospel. As gospels. <laughs> gospels? Gospels, yes. You know, that's that, that little donkey from that show. Yeah, never mind. You know what? <laughs> we just coined a new word. Yes. Gospels. That, that's that's going to be our new word, gospels. But anyways, seeing yes. how it is Saturday. Yes. And yes. it definitely is that time. I was way past that time, but yeah, we should be doing this. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time in a... Actually, no, this is the first time that we went this long without jumping into, like, monkey coconut news at the very beginning. Yeah, it got me very confused. But then again, I mean, trying these energy drinks and everything, I mean, eh, yeah. we're going to stick by our, by our words on this energy drink thing that they're all right. Yeah, they're, like I said, they're they're decent. They're not, obviously... A preferred thing, but they're not like you know the worst set you could have. I, I've had way worse, so bad I, I actually blocked out the names of them. That's how bad they were. Yeah, so I mean, if I probably look at what they were before, I could probably look at it and be like, like ah, uh, that's just a no, bad memory that, to happen. Not, yeah. No. So overall, normally I'd say if something is Cheshire approved or not, um, I think this is going to be the first time that I'm going to say that this is not Cheshire approved. I would say it's uh, it's Cheshire okayed, but you know not not approved. Yeah, yeah not it's, fully uh, endorsed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it's going to have you know. Yeah, let's go with Cheshire okayed. Yes, there's going to be a Cheshire denied. Possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a Cheshire denied on products, a Cheshire okay, and a Cheshire approved from here on out. Yeah. This is just Cheshire okay. Yeah. Now, granted, if we mixed it with other things, aside from the actual products itself. Yeah. It might be okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, Extreme Rules, we may do another overnight type deal just to watch it. Because, you know, depending yeah. on how many matches are on the show, how long it runs, then we'll have an opportunity to mix this with other things. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Depending. Sort of. Eh. Eh. <laughs> we <laughs> probably won't. But... All right, so it is Saturday. Yes. It is time to hit up the sagely words of the monkey with some monkey coconut news. I forgot that I had the volume down on this. Mind you, once again, here at Cheshire's Place, we do not edit anything because this is real life. This is us recording. There will be faux pause here and there, but, I mean, we're not a professional setup. I'm very professional. What are you talking about? Bullshit. Anyways, it is time for Monkey Coconut News. Welcome to Monkey Coconut News. I am Monkey. All right, so quick little blurbs here of information. Uh, So first and foremost uh, is uh, apparently... Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus had a little bit of a health scare recently where she had uh, essentially what would have been appendicitis where her appendix was about to burst. Uh, but luckily she did get into into a hospital and was able to get surgery done and got her, her appendix removed before it bursts. So she is um, into recovery ready. This happened early last week, so right right before the weekend or right about the weekend time, so... So she's been in recovery. She's set apparently out of hospital already, 
and, you know, just going with the flow of things and keeping everything okay going. So she's, she seems to be okay. And she said she was lucky that, that she listened to her body and, and determined that there was something wrong and went to the hospital as soon as she could to get it checked out. So, uh, good thing to hear about that and good to know that she's doing okay with that. Uh, second bit of news here, uh, a little bit of sad news. Uh, Louise Fletcher um, passed away at the age of 88 this week. Uh, most know her probably from being in uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, others might know her from her role in uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, where she played a recurring character on there, which was... Da, 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 da. I had her name just a second ago. Uh, Kai Wynn. Uh, so she had a recurring role where she was in there for about, like, 12 episodes. Other things she was in was uh, Playhouse 90, uh, Maverick, uh, 77 Sunset Strip, and The Untouchables. So um, she's been in lots of little bit pieces. And she was also in Cruel Intentions, uh, Two Days in the Valley, The Cheap Detective, and Natural Enemies. So um, even uh, Shameless, she played uh, Peggy Grammy Gallagher. So she played the, the grandmother in that. So, uh, again, a lot of roles where she was mostly antagonistic, so she was usually the, the, the enemy to whoever the main characters were, but uh, she would always play her roles pretty well, and uh, it's a sad day to hear that, her passing, but um, her her two sons have, are uh, doing okay with it, and uh, thoughts go out to them, uh, and all the rest of her family as well on her passing, so a lot of people remember her for her acting, and Everything that she's done, and even just her, you know, just her her character play portrayals was just just that that good for them, and that's all I can say about that. Um, a little bit more on the upside news here. Uh, John Cena apparently has the Guinness World Record now for most wishes granted for Make a Wish Foundation. He is currently sitting at six hundred and fifty, which is way more than most other people have ever done and again continues to show that you know he is probably one of the most kindest generous people in the world to be doing this all the time and he is still constantly even accepting to do more so i i'm willing to wager that before everything's said done with he will probably break a thousand before he's even done with doing this so right um again um i i i have always said that as a uh, character, his wrestling character, I couldn't give two, you know what's about him. Oh, remember, but we're using the claws, so you can actually say I, it. I still like to be a little nicer, you know. I'm not that much of an asshole. Come on now. <coughs> so, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways. Um, but, you know, again, for what he does outside the ring, you know, this man is an absolute legend in, in all aspects of the world. Right. So, and that's, that's, uh, the... The major news, um, I guess we can touch some on some uh, wrestling, uh, recent wrestling news in, in AEW here. Yeah, we, we might as well go ahead and touch on it. So, uh, oh yeah, touching on this one. So, uh, first of all, as uh, people probably noticed on uh, the Dynamite portion of the Grand Slam of AEW, uh, was the, uh, the signing of uh, Soraya, or Soraya Knight, uh, formerly known as Paige in WWE. Um, so far, news... Uh, people have indicated that for now she is in a non-wrestling role because she has not been cleared to wrestle. Yep. 
So uh, again, uh, stemming from her her injuries and her 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 neck problems she had. Um, she said she supposedly was cleared, but she was never cleared by WWE. And as of right now, she's not cleared in in AEW. But uh, that can change obviously on a whim, depending on what what their doctors decide. Yeah. And of course, it was uh, probably the most awesome thing that happened on um, Rampage, to which uh, Cheshire had the uh, utmost uh, joyous uh, reaction to. Yeah. Okay. So let, let, let's just let's just call it what it was. It was a joygasm. Yes, definitely. And now I, I kind of knew about this because I had heard because obviously uh, both Dynamite and Rampage were were filmed on Wednesday. Um, because of the Grand Slam event was was that whole four, five, ten hours, however long it was, that they decided to go with dark and elevation and everything else that they yep. were doing that night. And, um, yeah, so it was the at least, I guess you can say, cameo appearance of um, the re- soon-to-be-retired Great Muda or Kenji Muda in AEW, uh, coming to the aid of longtime rival slash buddy slash pal slash... Frenemy. Frenemy, yeah. We'll say friend, frenemy. Uh, of Sting during his match with uh, him and Darby Allen against the uh, remaining members of the House of Black. So it was uh, very awesome to see Muda and uh, his his ring work is still obviously top notch. He, he did a quick uh, uh, dragon screw leg whip and I uh, do believe he hit an elbow on him. Yep. And then he also hit um, his miss spray. But outside of that, um, he did look like he was still kind of moving around a little bit gingerly, which obviously is expected for his age. But he's still phenomenal looking. And, you know, anyone who was able to catch that live were very lucky because this is his last year. He's doing quick tour spots, and yeah. that's going to be the end of of it for his, his career, he said. Yeah. So he is stepping out of the ring as a competitor. He's yes. going to be focusing in on... On pretty much enjoying life, also different business ventures that he's doing um, in and out of wrestling. Yes. Um, now, we do have to talk about the potential injuries that did occur because Wardlow, during Dynamite, yes, did tweak his leg. It did look like he tweaked his leg. Um, this, um, it, it, was, it may have been a, a play-up uh, to, 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 for the match finish, but he did get back in the ring and did seem to be okay-ish looking. But you can't really tell because that could have been just, you know, he wasn't doing very much moving and he just kind of stood there while he was being, Sterling was fed to him, so. Yeah, so we don't know the full extent of the injury. Hopefully it's something just minor. Uh, you know. And then, of course, Darby Allen uh, taking that insane, uh, whatever the hell it was between him and, um, I think, uh, Brody King yep. uh, on, on the ramp. Yeah, he ended up getting. Um, staples? Fo- or Yeah, for like five staples. Yep. Then the bump that Julia Hart took where she damn there missed the entire table yeah. well, and she, she hit her head. So we don't know if she was injured, the extent of the injury. Right. You know, there's we really don't know too much about it. Right. But, you know, just to say to Julia, hopefully you're OK, because looking at that spill. Yeah. I mean, that was almost as nasty as the one that Sting took earlier in the match. Where, yeah. Where he got that first table, but he, he only hit his head on the second table. Yeah, that one was bad. Yeah, you know we need to give it up for we need to give it up to Sting because I mean the man is how old is he? He's like in his sixties. Yeah, and he's doing stuff that guys in their twenties and early thirties are shy to do. But Sting is like, nah, nah, nah. Let me enjoy this. This is like 
my final hurrah. And every match he continues to pull stuff out that you would never expect for him to do. So this is truly a testament of his staying power. Right. And and just the fact that he, you know, WWE basically said that he was done after he, he, he got he took that buckle bomb and it screwed up his back and they didn't want to risk anything, but he's like, Oh, I wanna do this. I wanna do that. And, you know, him being an AEW where he can actually do these things is a great fit. Yeah. You know, I, I love Sting. I've been a Sting fan since the beginning. Yep. So seeing him go out and wrestle and everything is always phenomenal. And then as also a side note, because, uh, you know, there's the singer Sting. Uh, Sting, the wrestler, has the name trademark more prior to Sting, the singer. Yes, he does. <clears throat> he does own the Sting trademark name for marketing and all that. And that's why you don't see a lot of Sting products out there. For the yeah, you really don't. O- only if he's, like, doing stuff for concerts. Maybe a, a concert one specifically. But yeah, yeah, like shirts or whatever. But, yeah. You know what? Now, now I do see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so <clears throat> I think it's time that we actually cut into the fun part here. Oh, I thought this was the fun part. Well, all of it's always fun, especially after drinking all these damn energy drinks. Oh, I mean, granted, you know, this stuff, if you are going to drink it, it's going to leave you extremely burpy. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from the ones that will make you gassy from other places, but... Yes. This this is growing on me a little bit. Just because we're able to mix it, that's the only way that I'll be able to drink this. Yeah. All right, so... <clears throat> right. Wrestling stables. Yes. We know them. We love them. There's tons of very popular and famous stables. I mean, we can look at the, you know, the Heenan family. Yes. We can take a look at the Four Horsemen. We can take a look at more modern ones like Bullet Club. Bullet Club and uh, obviously Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. Uh Degeneration X, X Factor, um, you know. Damage Control is considered stable. Because that that one is actually growing pretty. I mean, people are beginning to love Damage Control. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, even like the ECW originals and different Mm -hmm. iterations of that, like EV 2.0. You know, there's a lot of different ones out there. Even if you go into like Ring of Honor, Gorilla Pro... Um, because you have Blackout, you have um, Special K, mm-hmm. you know, you have the Millionaires Club. I mean, there's lots of them out there. But we're looking at specific ones that have very unique names to them. Yeah. Because last time we found some interesting ones, like Team USA, that was comprised <laughs> of nothing but <None>. foreign <laughs> and international wrestlers, and none of them were American wrestlers. So we're going to go through cagematch.net and look up just random names. Cause as I said, the last time we just found some on a whim and they were just good God. They were bad. Oh yeah. They were bad. Like, so we're just going to look around now. Granted, if there's a little bit of pause here and there, it's because we're concentrating and trying to find these, but I, I found one that's great already. Oh, go for it. Mad Blanky. Oh, I've heard of Mad Blanky before. 
Because they were part of um, Dragon Gate and yep. Dragon Gate USA for a little yep. while. And it's a lot of the actual uh, Dragon Gate originals, Dragon Gate USA people like. Uh, obviously, um, well, the the team comprises, comprised of uh, uh, Yamoto, uh, Naruki Dai, uh, Cyber Kong, um, Mondai Ryu, uh, Punch Tamanaga, mm-hmm. uh, KNS, uh, KZY, uh, BB Hulk, uh, Akira Tozawa, uh, Naoki Tanasaki, uh, Christina Von Erie, uh, Sima, uh, Don Fuji, Gama, and of all other people, um, Uha Nation, Ooh. known as uh, Apollo uh, Cruz. Cruz now. Yeah. yeah. So that was a very interesting. I, I just like the name Mad Blanky. It sounds like it. You know, you don't know whether they're trying to say you know, like they're 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 a mad blanket or is it just mad and then blanky to explicitly delete a, 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 a censorable word. Then of course we do have to talk about Asian Kung Fu Revolution. Ooh. Fuma Yusuke Kubo Kabito. Oh, Yusuke Kubo was also known as Kabito. Then Daichi Kazato and Transam Hiroshi. Mm-hmm. Transam Hiroshi. Basa, isn't there a band called Asian Kung Fu Revolution? Uh, Asian Kung Fu Generation. There we go. Okay. Who, who's done a lot of anime themes. A lot of the themes are from their songs. Really interesting group. Maybe we should do a episode in season six about, you know, about popular anime theme songs. Mm, yeah, we could do that. I mean, we, we do have to start planning for season six a little early. Ooh, yeah. Because, I mean, the holidays and everything. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, All right. So what other weird uh, names are we going to get through? I am seeing... Oh, I found it. Oh, go for it. What you got? BBC. BBC. <laughs> With Ladies' Choice, Mike Roselli, and Randy Tyler. <laughs> that one could be taken so many different ways. It can. <laughs> But we're not going to allude to anything. Y'all just use your imaginations. But um, whenever one of the stable members is called Ladies Choice, <laughs> you can only imagine what the hell they're about. Let's see what else we got. Uh, Bad Bitch Nation, Kingsley, uh. Jack, Bona- Bonza, and Jessica Troy. Huh? Mm, let's see here. I'm trying to get through some of these here because now it's just... Going to random alphabetical order here. Yeah, so we have a little bit to look through on this, but every time what? we find, oh, was that? What you got? What you got? There's actually a team called Bad Motherfuckers. <laughs> Bull Pain, Cash Flow, Jim Fannin, and Mitch Page. Nice. And then there's another one with Adam Gooch, Michael Todd, Stratton, Mitch Ryder, Too Tough Tony, and Bull Pain. Nice. So that one is, I mean, Bull Payne and Too Tough Tony have been around for a very long time. I actually had a chance to meet Too Tough Tony, who oh, nice. is normally part of Juggalo Championship Wrestling. He was actually wrestling at um, Amarillo Elite Wrestling whenever I went there those two times. So nice. that was a fun experience. The dude is actually cool as hell. I like him. He's laid back. Nice. All right. Well, here's a couple interesting ones, and it sounds more... I guess you say uh, innuendo-ish, even though it's based off of actual something else. Yeah. We've got the uh, Bam Bim Ben Gang. The what? Ha, ha, ha. Which is uh, Jimmy Bam Bam, Timmy Bim Bim, and Betty Ben Ben. 
<laughs> Honestly, that sounds like something that would be like a bad anime trope. Actually, it sounds more like a really like old, old like seventies like Western movie, movie trope. It does. So I was thinking like the big butt gang from um, Rune Master. That's what I was thinking of. It just sounds like something or like that one gang off of Dragon Ball GT whenever they first went into space. Oh, not even that. It's more like the uh, that the 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 Jello butt gang from a uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, fairy tale. Yep, yep. I remember that. Okay, so apparently they were uh, stable in uh, promotion is Chile. You know, the, the, like the country. So I, yeah. I don't think they were actually part of the actual specific stable, but it's like. Just a very interesting name. And then, of course, uh, not too far underneath that in, in alphabetical order is the Bang Gang, <laughs> which is made up of Bart Bangs, Butch Bangs, and Mark Bangs. wonder if they drink Bangs energy drink. Well, uh, it's two Gs, so. And they're just an independent group, so they're, they're not really a uh, part of any official uh, company at all. So, right. interesting name there. And of course, that's more along the lines of, uh, you know, they're they're like a gang, you know, like kind of like an old West gang, as opposed to a, a bang gang, gang bang, bang thing, bang, <laughs> jangle bang. Wow! All right, so I've actually found a group called Bodega. Bodega. Ooh. Now, for those who don't know what a bodega is, it's so pretty it's much like a, it's like a small <laughs> little store. So it's Danny Limelight, Papo Esco, and Slice Boogie. Okay, <laughs> Slice Boogie. I'm wondering why the hell they would call themselves Bodega of all. Th- okay, I guess well, Mini Mart. Hispanic sounding. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I guess Mini Mart was taken. Uh-huh. Unlike here in Minot, where we have Come and Go. Yes. Well, that's actually kind of a big, I think it's a semi big one. Well, up here, but. Uh, what else we got? I saw one just a second ago. I was just as I was strolling through here. Brains, Brawn, and Class. So, uh, an all female stable here. What we got? Bitch slap. Oh, I've seen that one. They were more or less um, XPW during the time. Yeah, Nurse Veronica. Actually, they're TNA. Hmm. Nurse Veronica, Tracy, Trinity, and cheerleader Valentina. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, again, uh, didn't really watch a lot of TNA back in the day, so I couldn't really tell you here. I mean, they had some old school TNA for what is for what it was with Jeff Jarrett and his dad running it, Jerry yeah. Jarrett. When they first started, it was They good. were awesome, but... Then it turned into a let's let's have a Russo do all the writing. And have Dixie Carter sleep with all the boys. Hey, no, no, it's only allegations. There's no actual evidence. I bet there's a video floating around. Oh, there probably is, but there's no actual evidence. But then again, thinking about it, would you tag Dixie Carter if you had an opportunity? Let, just putting it out there. Uh, I like, this. <laughs> like like being honest. I mean, for her age and everything, I mean, she was hot. True. And she has, well, she has her daddy's money. Yeah. I mean, eh, I mean, if Dixie Carter did hit Minot, North Dakota, would you have, would you want the opportunity? Um, dependent. On what? Considering all the possibilities of all who she probably slept with. Uh, yeah, the list does run deep. Very deep. Very, very deep. Am I oh. falling? Am I not falling? Come on. <laughs> All right. So continuing on. All righty. Well, I'm jumping ahead here. So ah, Calgary Hurricane, Super Strong Machine, Hiro Saito, and Shinji Ta- Takano. 
Nice, nice. Sounds like a hockey team, but or a baseball team. Nothing wrong with that, but the names that are part of it are actually Oh, campaign for a better combat zone. <laughs> so these are wrestlers from CZW. Yeah. Drew Goodlack, Kimberly, Mr. Tofka, Alexander James, and Dewey Donovan. Dewey. Granted, I mean, these are just random names that we're looking at, but we're also looking for, like, the crazy names. <laughs> <laughs> the Chan clan. Yeah, I saw that one earlier. And none of them are the last name of Chan. That is kind of weird. Just like Team USA was nothing but <laughs> internationals. I mean, that's obviously the uh, thing. Church of Greatness. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> so, EOE. Equal Opportunities Enterprises. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see where this is going, but go for it. Uh, CJ Pricefield. Okay. William Jackson Robinson. Okay. Zim Damascus. And Iceman. Let me see where these go. Oh, oh, I got one. Connection. But in the middle is three X's. <laughs> With Marty Boston, Michael Black, and Roosh. Roosh, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, here's actually a pretty good, decent, stable group here. All right, what we got? Doesn't say when, what year they were active. Well, there's, there's two iterations of them. Um, it was the Extreme Horsemen. Okay, yep. So, uh, Barry Windham. Yep. C.W. Anderson. Yep. J.J. Uh, Dillon, I would assume playing, you know, managerial. Yep. Uh, Justin Credible slash P.J. Walker. Uh, Ricky Landell. Uh, Simon Diamond and Steve Carino. And then there was an iteration in 2016, which was C.W. Anderson, Steve Carino, Preston Quinn, uh, John Schuyler, Damian Wayne, not to be confused with Bruce Wayne's son, Damian Wayne. Uh, or is it? Possibly, who knows? He came to life. And uh, Corey Hollis. So, interestingly enough, I have C.W. Anderson on my Facebook. Yeah. Could always message him and see if he would want to hop on the podcast. Wow. Maybe for season six? Maybe, maybe. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? D-Sex. Trent Acid, Billy Ryle, and Nick Burke. Uh-huh. Wow, and I thought I saw one before that, too. I'm going slow on this because I really want to see if what I can find. All right. They actually have a team called CrossFit. <laughs> Dan Terry, Derek Andrews, Vern Vaccalo, and Temi Thunder. Nice. Whenever you have to name your team CrossFit, it almost... Gives me Spirit Squad vibes. <laughs> Unlike Cream Team that I see on here. Keith Cream, Gavin Starr, Chip Daly, and Steve Amani. Yeah, Chip Daly. <laughs> but continuing on. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Debauchery. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ricky South, Parker Thomas, Nikki Van Blair, and Sam Osborne. I mean, it, it doesn't have that umph to it. True, true. All right, here's a fun one. All right. The Funky Express. Hmm. So, Akitoshi Saito. Okay. Masa Inoue. 
Uh, Muhammad Yone, Shohei Taniguchi slash King Tani. Okay. And apparently this was a pretty recent thing, which is crazy because Maso Inoue is, you know, getting up there. Right. I recall. Yeah, apparently this happened in uh, Noah last year in 2021. Huh, okay. So, <clears throat> interesting, interesting. Uh, see what else we can find here. Now, mind you folks, there's a lot of stables on here, and it actually gives you, for most of them, the time that they started to the time that they end if they're not active anymore. And there's quite a few, there's a lot of stables here that are still active. Right, or or they've never officially Ended. shut down or quit, yeah. Because they could be like, okay, they, they, they formed, but, you know, they, they just kind of uh, went whatever from there and... and it could have been a one-off. It could have been, a, you know, they're still together, still doing stuff, but no one really knows because <laughs> they're not really active. Okay. I'm going to mention this one because the name of one of the wrestlers. Yes. This one is called Egos and Icons. Mm-hmm. Nick Price, Jamie Diaz, Chuck Awesome Sauce, and Tony Baroni. Just Chuck Awesome Sauce. Awesome Sauce and Baroni. Yeah. Tony Baroni and Chuck Awesome Sauce. You know what? Uh, you know what? I, I, I don't care for the name. It, it's eh. But just hearing that someone's last name is Awesome Sauce. Or at least ring name is. I hope he actually had the idea to just change his last name officially to Awesome Sauce. You know what? That I, I, I can see it. You, it'd be amazing. Now, here's a really interesting group. And the name is it fits our, our crazy motif of just weird names. Okay. But very solid group here, or at least was, um, the Hillbilly Wrecking Crew. Ooh. Uh, Necro Butcher. Okay. Brody Lee. Okay. Nick Gage. Okay. And Mark and Jay Briscoe. Holy Back hell. in 2010, apparently this group was established. I assume it probably was a, a one-off shot thing, but yeah, it just says independent, so, but doesn't say when or where they, where they were at when they did this, but... That just that group together is just you know, uh, unfortunately Necrobusher and and Brady Lee both passed on, but right still just that group is just an insane, insane right. team up, and which still also kind of doesn't make any sense because you know Brody Lee's from New York and not really, he just looks like a crazy southern guy. True, true. <laughs> uh, let's see here, Family Against Sinners. Brother Skelly, Father Soul, Sister Laura, Kev Rocks, and Vic Viper. Nice. Why does that just give me like the right to censor vibes? It just religious, religious fanatics. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, they also have Family of Freaks. Nice. <laughs> um, Conan Lycan, Corbin Dane, Danny Adam, Zayden Lynn, Lucer Tola, and Mosh Pit. Nice. And they're still running. They start in 2019. Here's a very interesting thing. All right. Looks like Jericho kind of stole something. We got the ISES, the Independent Sports Entertainment Society. Wow. This is a group from 2014, apparently. Okay. Okay. Who do we got? Tommy Thomas. Okay. Elijah Evans IV. And Ethan Case. Huh. 
let's see. Um, no, 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 notice of where they were at, just independence. So, so I, I assume that they were kind of like, you know, Viking war party where basically they, they were a group and that was their, yeah. their group name and they would go wherever. But still, the, the Independent Sports Entertainment Society. It's almost like the Jericho Appreciation Society. Pinnacle Sports Entertainment. Wow. Just wow. This is Independent Sports Entertainment <clears throat> Society. So I didn't realize how many different stables use the name The Firm. <laughs> like the newest iteration being Stokely Hathaway, MJF, Ethan Page, W. Morrissey, Austin, and Colton Gunn, and Lee Moriarty. Right. But there's like others. <clears throat> like one, two, three, four, five. Like seven. Yeah. Seven others that have. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Friendship farm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Friends with benefits. I saw that name. I didn't, I didn't go with it. Go for it. Was it? I'll go with it. Joanna Rose, Chris Masters. Nice. Bubblegum, Rampage Brown, T-Bone, and Iceton Reese. Hmm. I mean, Chris Masters is always a fun treat to watch wrestle. Yes. And... Ever since he's gotten into the independence and he's doing more of his own thing, it's been very entertaining. Well, even just the, the fact of what happened, like, was it like eight, nine years ago? Oh, whenever he ripped out the tree to save his mom? Oh, yeah. That he, was, that, that's just saying, you know, he is that. He's like, my mom, got saved her from the fire. If you tree ever see, want to see, if you, window. like, if you ever want to see some superhuman anime, like, <laughs> save the day trope type stuff, Chris Masters, he is the master of that now. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I got one here. All right, what you got? I got K-Fabulous. Oh, God. It's a independent group from about 2015 to 2016. Okay. Uh, ginger, chest flexor. <laughs> yes, that is the person's name. Chest flexor, JD Browning, and Derek Direction. You you could tell they were going somewhere with this. Chest flexor and Jerry. oh my god, Derek Direction. Derek Direction. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm surprised you didn't hit on Generation Sex here. Oh, yeah, I'm out there now already, so. Brad Flash, Mickey Riot, Brett Valentine, and then Girthy Management Group. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it, man, go for it. Hype Gotti, Jeremy Wyatt, Sir Bradley Charles, and Wade Chisholm. No date on when they started, when they ended, but just hearing Girthy Management Group. If that doesn't scream porn, I don't know what does. Well, hopefully, uh, never mind. Never mind. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no, go ahead. We no. have the claws up. Go no. for it. No. no. And seeing how we did mention porn, it is that point in time where we do have to give thanks to our Lord as Savior of the voluptuous vixens, the bodacious boobs, and all things sexy and geeky Axel Braun. To your name we sing your glory. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Axel Braun. Thank you, Axel Braun. Anyways, keep it going here. Alrighty. I am scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 
Guns and Beer. That was a teenage, I think. Uh, I think you're thinking beer, beer money. I think they're both there, but okay. I don't think it. Guns and Beer were. Who's and, Guns and Beer? Uh, Duke Cornell, Bogot, Joey Anderson, uh, Darren Russell, also known as Moonshine Russell, Cousin Gator, also known as Sean Nautilus, and Crotch. <laughs> With a K, not a C. <laughs> well, you know, whatever he wants to do, that's his own thing, you know? Oh, God. What's that? And right underneath underneath that mm-hmm. is the Gym Nasties. Nasty. Justin Shape, Sammy D, and Be Cool. You know, when I listen to Jim Nasty, I think about the Saturday Night Live skit that um, mm-hmm. that Jackie Chan was part of. It was him and Molly Shannon. And Molly was playing that, um, that self-help sex guru and... Jackie Jackie Chan was one of her um, her new lover, and he was talking about his new exercise product where, that combines gymnastics with sex. And he was like, "I call it Gym Nasty." Like what? <laughs> that was actually when Saturday Night Live was actually kind of funny. Yeah, it hasn't been that way in a long, long time. All right, here's one. All right, Lil Dicks. <laughs> yes, Little Dicks. L I L apostrophe. D-I-C-K-S. Little dicks. Uh, team members are uh, Ekis, Johnny Pervertido, and May. Faction was apparently ran from 2018 to 2019, and then promotions in Chile. I assume Sam is like the other group from before. Right. Like the Bang Gang. <clears throat> bang Bang. Oh, damn it. Close it. Come back here. I lost my page. Uh, still looking here, still looking here. Kind Thai DX. Mm-hmm. Huh, Kind Thai USA. Still looking, still looking. I mean, there's a lot of them. Yes. I mean, there's just a lot of staples to begin with that are worldwide. These are, we're going off of the, uh, just weird random ones that we were like, WTW, man, what the Walmart. Right. And then, of course, La Faction and Gobernables, which is always a popular one. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go to the end here, and I'm going to work my way backwards. That works. La Freak Family. La Freak? <laughs> I forgot about that damn song. Ha-ha. Cuervo, the monster, Sangria, and Azteca, Superfly, Toxico, and Intoblec. And Intocable? Intocable? Let's see here. There, like, there's seriously a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I bet we'll. Las Nasty Girls. Those nasty girls. Ooh. Nasty, you know, nasty. You know, that actually... So it's... Um, La Briosa, Naftali, and La Masra. Mm-hmm. So, C-Mill, Triple-A. Mm-hmm. Well, here's an interesting one. All right, what you got? Not really a, as a... That's kind of a weird name, or... It's just a just a group of people who are involved in it. It was, it was what made me go, ooh, interesting. Um, the team... The stable is called Unwanted, and uh, it had Eddie Kingston, okay, uh, 
Joe Gacy. Oh, okay. Uh, Sean Maluda. Uh, Natalia Markova. Shane Strickland. And Kobe Carino. This was apparently a stable in 2019 to 2020. Where were they at? In Evolve. Of course, that's why I didn't know about until now. Los ATM. Los ATM, so they gained the monies. ATM, ATM Mm -hmm. Gold, ATM Super, ATM One, ATM Silver, ATM Red, and ATM Metal. Hmm. And it ran from 2013. Uh I can see how that's a money-related one. Oh, yeah. Unless if ATM means something different. (laughs) Uh, let's see here. All right, here's a good one. All right, what we got? All right, Uncle John's Friends. <laughs> That's the name of the group. Oh, this sounds bad. In- 2017. And they were in um, FYP. Which I don't know who that is or what that is, but... Okay. But uh, here's some names, and you'll just be like, wow, okay, interesting. This was a really good group. Uh, A.R. Fox. Okay. Darby Allen. Okay. Uh, Dave Christ or, or Christ. Oh, Christ, okay. Maybe. Yeah, because he was part of um, OVA. Yep. Uh, Sammy Callahan. Okay. And, of course, uh, because Darby Allen was in there at the time, uh, Priscilla Kelly. You know what? Who is, you know, uh, Gigi Dolan. Yep. You know what? I like it. Yeah. Uh, interesting, but just that name, Uncle John's Friends. <clears throat> Los Sexy Boys. <laughs> Alex Boy, Chris Boy, Tony Diaz, and Zodiac, uh, Zodiaco. Uh, they forgot their, their boy parts of the end of those two. Yep. <laughs> yep. Los Spice Boys. Uh-huh. Jimmy Boy, Billy, Randy, Vangelis, and Luigi Star. Los Strippers. <laughs> being F- uh, Fabian Al Gitano, Marco Rivera, Starboy, and, Trom- and Tony R- um, Rivera. There was a second iteration of this, being Marco Rivera, Starboy, and Rey de, de Corazones. Mm-hmm. Los Strippers Big, Big Chico, Che, Big Ovette, Big Mike, Big Boy, and Big Tackle. <laughs> if those names don't give you a hint. Uh, what else we got here? Ah, here's a group. They're just called Trust. Okay. Uh, Big Daddy Cruz. Okay. Chris Seaton, Evander James, Matthew Ryan Sharpio, and Smooth Blackmon. I'm sorry, what was that last one? Smooth Blackmon. Or it might be Smoothie. <sighs> uh, independent group, apparently they ran from 2015 to 2017. Okay. Let me see if there's anything about Smooth. While you do that. Assistant Chef Blackmon, Assistant Chef Smooth Blackmon. Huh. Apparently, he was trained by House of Glory, Amazing Red, and Brian XL. Okay. That's cool. All right. So, got the Love Machines, which is a team from Japan. Love Machines. Super Love Machine, Love Machine Storm, Mini Love Machine, Love Machine Steel, Makai Love Machine Number 2, Mini Love Machine Love Number 2, and The Great Muda. Nice. That That is nice. Then, right underneath that... Excuse me. Actually, no, 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 no. Lucha Invasion. 
Here's a good one. All right, what you got? Too Fat and Furious, spelled P-H-A-T. Okay. Too Fat and Furious. I uh, had uh, Raid, Jason Reaper, and Mad Dog Reaper. Okay. Apparently this was from 2004 to 2005, and just independent group. Too Fat and Furious. That sounds like me normally. Melt Brain Dancing. If that doesn't sound like a crazy independent band, <laughs> like Mindless Self-Indulgence. Hey, Mindless Self-Indulgence is great, man. So this one has Chango, Psycho, and Shinya Ishida. Interesting. So, decent team. Crazy name. I like it. Metal Vampire. Dick nice. Togo, Toru Awashi, Sam Morohashi, and Ku. That one was 2007, 2008. Let's see. Oh, God, I forgot about this. Uh, what was you find? I forgot that there was a group in the independent scene that were dressed as the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Actually, I think they were in, um, in DDT, maybe. And I, know I think they were in Smash also for a while. Yep, Blue Power Ranger, Green Power Ranger, Red Power Ranger, White Power Ranger from 2008 to present. Mm -hmm. So they're still active. I think it's more or less is they're just a gimmick group. Yeah. You know, just throw them, throw some people in the suits, throw them there. Kind of like, you know, those conquistadors and the, 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 the turtles. Turkeys. Yeah, because there's actually wrestle, um, wrestlers dressed as the Ninja Turtles, or there was. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Da -da 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 -da. Mobile Homers, <laughs> Adam Revolver, Dewey, Ted McNailer, Tommy McNailer, and Melody. That one was 2007, 2014. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Monkey Business Superstars. What the hell? Hide Kabuta, Kenshiro, Arai, Buffalo, Miyawaki, and Akira Joe. 2018. I can, I can see that. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Really not coming. Now it's more or less like we're trying to find like the most interesting name. Ones. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right, what you got? <clears throat> the Shit Heart Foundation. The what? Uh -huh. Shit, and in heart spelled like actual like heart, not like the, not like the wrestling family heart, but heart. Foundation. Okay. Uh, Somo Takao, uh, Michael Nakazawa. Uh, Tomomitsu Matsunaga, uh, Hikaru Soto, and Super Shit Machine. <laughs> yes, this they actually have a wrestler known as Super Shit Machine. I'm assuming this is a DDT thing. Yep, DDT. Of course. From 2010 to 2011. Of course. But you know, Super Shit. Who the hell did he piss off to get that gimmick name? Because you know, in DDT. They will give you some fucked up names. <laughs> and I don't mean you choose it. I mean, they will give you a fucked up gimmick. <laughs> so now I am wondering who the hell did that dude piss off? Or is he just someone going for that on his own? Right. That could be a possibility as well. Oh, the Ninja Elite Squad. Uh -huh. Flip Kendrick, Lewis Linden, Michael Facade, Aaron Williams. From 2008 to 2010. Interesting. And right underneath that one, the Nintendorks. 
Jagged, Player Uno, and Shane Matthews. Of course. Of course. And there's no date on when they started or ended. I'm assuming they were probably Trio's team from Team Trio's matches. Uh, let me find out. Probably. All right. uh, just as independent. Yeah. All right. Well, here's one. Uh, this is the, uh, the Sailor Boys. <laughs> from, apparently they wrestled in Toriumon, Mexico. Okay. And Toriumon X. From 2002 to 2004, it's Taiji Ichimori, Shu Saito, and Kei Saito. They were the Sailor Boys. He said, see you later, boys. You know what? That ain't bad. That ain't a bad team. Yeah. But Just I th- a name. That's <clears throat> what throws it off. Um, I think I found a name that's going to be very... Um, do it. Do it. Do it. The Nubian Lynch Mob. Atanya... <laughs> Guerma, Desad, and Ian Daniels from 2008 to 2010. Wow. Uh. Now, 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 here's the question. Now, are they saying they, they, they are the Nubian lunch mobs and they're the Nubians and they're a lunch mob? Or are they saying that they were after Nubians, which does makes it really bad, really bad? Um, I'm thinking that they're saying that they're the Nubians. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking, too. <clears throat> that's why I laughed, not because of the other way around, because that'd be wrong. Right, right, exactly. Uh-huh. Order 66. Okay, go for it. There's two variations. Right. Number one, Harrison Brand, Jimmy Blade, Ricky Janik, T.Y. McFly, Big Chris, Titan McNally, and Gale Force from 2008. Then the second one is General Kessel. Mm-hmm. Get it? Mm-hmm. Django Wren and Chris Burns from 2016 to present. So there's two different groups that, according to this, are still active. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here's one. <clears throat> go for it. Go for it. Because I got one that is going to be awesome. Well, this group is pretty uh, sober. S O B E R is the name. Okay. Uh, B A Rose. Okay. Uh, Daniel De- Adorhorty. Mm-hmm. H C Drake. Lomas Roxy with two X's. Uh, Martin Kirby. Miles Kamen. And Sean Only. Uh, apparently, they were in. Europa, or I assume that means just Europe-based promotions, from 2018 to 2019. So, pretty recent. Not bad. But I found one. Oh, what'd you find? Organization without a cool acronym. Go for it. Igor Sokovlov, Sergei Sofalin, and Valerie O'Shea from 2020 to present. You know what? I like that one. I like that one. That one is actually pretty nice. Uh, here's one that's apparently supposedly still um, active. Okay. And um, of course, uh, if if you if you can obviously tell they, that they have problems with refs, they are called the Rule Breakers. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bonesaw McGraw, J.C. Williams, King Killian, Omen, Paul Tracy, Sean Maxer, and the Executioner. Apparently, they were in Europa promotions, and from 2009 to present, and yeah. Okay. So, that that is uh, interestingness. All right, so <clears throat> there's actually two iterations of this group called Pink Nation. Capital P, capital I, pa- okay. capital N, P, capital K. Bo Dalton, Bobby Dalton, Jack Dalton, also known as Jack Nitro, 
Luke LaPointe, Ray Martinez, Lily McKenzie, Paul Linham, and Shane Morbid. Mm -hmm. That was 2006, 2007. And then Luke LaPointe, Ray Martinez, Tony Toops, Vinny Versace, and Selena at 2013. Mm-hmm. So then there's Pride, mm-hmm. you know, the capital variation. Yeah. Jo- Justice Jones, Tyler Pregel, Mac Nix. Huh. Mac Nix. Okay. He's been around for a while. Same way Ace Martino, Mike Horning, and Mark Angelicetti. Mm-hmm. Those are names I recognize. Uh huh. So that's actually interesting. Still looking here. Well, here we go. How about the Red Bull Army? You gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh, no, no. Do they go up against the Monster Association? No, even better. You know why? Why? This is pre-Red Bull Energy Drink. 1989 to 1990. Oh. This was a group, apparently, um, looking at the names, all Russian sounding. Uh, they competed in New Japan. Okay. Uh, so, Salman Hashimikov, Victor... Zangiev, Timur Salasov, Vladimir Berkovic, Waka Ivilov, Habile Viktotev, Evgeny Artyukin, and Andrei Solsov. Yeah. Interesting. Um, seeing if anything on them. Outside of these, uh... You do that. I found the Panther Party. Okay. In other words, Black Panthers. Uh-huh. So I'm raising up my fist. Grandmaster G, Mr. Hood Slam 2, Rasta Mysterio, and Super Tiger. And this was a group in 2012. Hmm. See if I can find anything else. They were in Hood Slam promotion. Hood Slam. Okay. Which we've seen some stuff from Hood Slam and... Shout out to Brittany Wonder, who is one of the members of Hood Slam. I have her on Facebook. We share a lot of memes back and forth, so. And she's actually pretty cool. Uh-huh. So, shout out to Brittany if somehow you do listen to this episode. Um, let's see, who else can we. The Pink Gang. Yeah. Caden Pierre, Kent Wolf, Pretty Boy Lane, also known as Lane Koch. 2017 to present. Uh, let's see here. I think we're about to intersect here soon. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Here's here's a good name. Pump Patrol. Exactly. That was my thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> All right, but go ahead. Give it to me. All right. So apparently they're still considered active. They haven't ever cut down their stuff yet. So um, active from 2013, apparently, to present. Uh, Kurt Matthews. Jared Wayne, Johnny Flex, and AJ Summers. Okay. Seeing that anyone on them was anything. Yep, go for it. Uh, and as a side note, the Red Bull Army, none of them were really anything outside of uh, New Japan. And actually, one of the guys was actually trained by Inoki. So. Oh, nice. Um, uh, apparently, uh, Kurt Matthews was, was trained by, by uh, Luke Hawks. So that's pretty good. Nice. So, Alter Boy Luke trained him. And Jared Wayne. Um, nope, nothing about him. I got one for you. Go forth. Psychosexual panic. 
That sounds like a great team. Chima, Zion, Facade, Corvus Fear, and Jimmy DeMarco from 2019 to 2010. Uh Uh-huh. So that one is actually interesting. So Johnny Flex and Johnny Lyons and Ronnie Ace are all other names he's used. So that sounds sounds familiar. Also trained by Luke Hawks. And AJ Summers. Uh, and he was trained by Navajo Warrior. Nice. Oh, okay. And Sam Slaughter. Nice. Yep. And pretty much, yeah, that's where we intersect with all this because um, I just saw Red Bull Army on the next page. So let's see here. Ah, here we go. Pierre Extrema. Hmm. Just right here on the top of the. Uh, of this list here. Uh, pig Decapitator. Pig Decentricator. Pig Destroyer. Pig Destructor. And Pig Pool. <laughs> apparently, obviously, in Mexico. <clears throat> yeah. And apparently, it's a newly fan, uh, uh, formed faction because they are, are from this year. It's when they started. Really? Huh. Yeah. Nothing else about them other than that. So, I think we've pretty much found quite a bit of interesting ones. Yes, and, and there are obviously a lot more, but, you know, we, we were trying to find some that kind of tickled us some or, or piqued our interests. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with... say, wow, we'll, that's cool. Yeah, we'll go with piqued our interests, because tickle us just sounds kind of bad. <laughs> so, once again, if you're interested in taking a look at the name of, you know, different stables and everything... um. It's cagematch.net. Right. It is a German website, but they keep everything, for the most part, in English. Right. The, the only thing that you might run into some um, German on is some of the articles or references that they, that some people have given reviews of specific wrestlers or specific groups before. Exactly. But, you know, if you're ever interested, just check them out. Um, this website is going to be Cheshire-approved because... If it wasn't for for the wonderful people that keep up with the database here on cagematch.net, we wouldn't be able to present this episode to you. Right. So, I'm. (laughs) this has been pretty interesting. Yeah. So, I wish D Twizzle would have been here for this just to hear his reactions to some of these names. But, unfortunately, he is at the play. Right. And we won't get him until probably week after next. Which... The one for the week after next is... Uh, it's going to be um, probably a... Extreme Rules prediction. Yes, and we'll have to pump that out early. Yep, we're... Yeah, because, because that, that one's going to be an overnight one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we are going to have to just crank that one out real quick. Okay, I'm going to change my wording on that. God damn it. We're going to have to do that episode pretty fast before the actual pay-per-view. Or we can do the predictions on that the previous Sunday after we do our review of the house show that we're going to on. Actually, yeah, let's do that. Well, because they should have the entire card up by that time. Doubtful. It'd be nice. (laughs) I do doubt that as well, but, you know, wishful thinking. Yeah. But at least... once, Once. Yeah. At least we know... A decent part of the card. Right. We don't know how many matches there will actually be or if they're going to do a pre-show match or what have you. Now, granted, Edge is supposed to be back by Extreme Rules. Right. So I see 
some type of extreme rules match between him and Dominic or like a team type thing where it's Edge, AJ Styles, and Ray versus Judgment Day. Right. And frankly, we all know who the winner is going to be. Right. Mama Ripley. Exactly. Mama Rhea. Mama Rhea. Mama Rhea. <laughs> Dominate me, please. Sorry, what? God damn it. <laughs> you know, never mind. Never mind. You got nowhere to go. Now, fuck it. Yeah, I do. You no, know you what? Don't. You don't have nothing. Yeah, nothing. Oh, yes, I do. Nothing. Look, dude, you know, honestly, if you were to just like sing that every time we talk about Rhea Ripley, I would forget. <laughs> Mama Rhea, let me go. Dominate me, please. I mean, compared to D-Twizzle pretty much singing the praise of Thicky Thicky Bang Bang. Oh, sorry, Nikita Lyons. No, no, no. It's it's Yam Yam Bigelow's. I thought it was uh, Thicky the Dragon Cream Boat. Something along those lines. You know what? We should actually take a look real quick before we end this episode. How many nicknames people have given Nikita Lyons? Because you know what? We're going to have to keep a list of this because they're ever growing. All right, here we go. Actually found this on Twitter. Yeah. It's a Twitter thing. Uh, Yam Yam Bigelow, Thicky Steamboat, Suplexus Texas, Quick Draw Thick McGraw. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry. Quick Draw Thick McGraw. Um, Oh, actually, yep, once again on Twitter. Of course it is. Uh, Thicky the Wagon Steamboat, Under Thicker, Pog Van Dam, Rob Van Yams. We already did Yam Yam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bob Baby Got Backland. <laughs> Suplexus Texas. Ultimo Wagon. <laughs> you know what? That's going to be my new one. Claptus Jack. <laughs> Thick Rude. Mm. Road Pog. Cake the Snake Roberts. The Iron Cheek. Big Mama Rump. And the Junkyard Pog. American Cream Busty Roads. Thick Flare. Oh my god. What what other ones? Uh let's just say there's a lot. Just a few. It, shit. Just a few. I could always look on Reddit because they come up with a whole bunch of stuff. Although I'm afraid. I'm definitely afraid. But y'all can tell that she has a lot of freaking nicknames. Or at least a lot of them that people have given her. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. A lot of people have a lot of time on their hands and just gave her a whole bunch of damn nicknames. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. But anyways, um, Nikita, if somehow you do come across this episode, mind you... D Twizzle is single. He is part of the United States Air Force, so he does wear a uniform. And he is a man of culture, being a thespian. So if you're ever interested, and if you're single, please drop us a line here at 
cheshirelookingglass at gmail.com. You can go on the Facebook webpage, Cheshire's Place, Looking Glass and Illogical Madness, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Place Cheshire. We would love to hear from you, and D-Twizzle would love to take you out. Yes. Just saying. He would. He really would. He, he, will, he will fangasm all over it. Yeah, he would. I don't think he would make it to, like, the initial high. As, as, uh, as quoted from uh, Dave Chappelle, you cannot shoot love from your chest, but you can shoot love on people's chests. <laughs> God damn it, monkey. Anywho, I think it's time that we wrap this up for the night and go ahead and conclude. So, of course, I'd like to thank my co-host, my brother from the nether mother, my hetero life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, monkey, for joining me tonight on Traversing the Digital Airwaves. Thank you for having me again. Always, always, always. <clears throat> and this has been another episode of Cheshire's Place, a looking glass and a logical madness. I have been your host, the melodious one, Mr. Cheshire. And just as my namesake, the Cheshire Cat, I am everywhere, yet nowhere. Stay tuned for the ep- for upcoming episodes, and who knows, we may have a couple of surprises coming up. Have a good night. Thank you.